0: Hey everyone, my name is Philip,
1: my name is Marissa, and my name is Grace.
0: This mental health podcast is brought to you by Um UMHUM, a mental wellness app that provides guided meditation, stories, as well as journaling to help you along your personal self-care journey. Our guest for today is Trudy Gross, and she's an associate superintendent for the Fremont Union High School District. We're super excited to have you here, Trudy. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Thanks, it's really good to see everybody. And uh, as Philip said, uh, I'm an associate superintendent. My areas are student and special services. And so the area of student mental wellness and and mental health are things that I support within the district.
1: And before anything, is there anything you'd like to say to our audience?
2: Well, I I hope that uh, you have a, a good sized audience. I know that mental health is always a really popular topic Uh, and students really want to make sure that we are talking about it. We as adults, that we acknowledge that um, it is a topic that we should talk about. Um, We should talk about how we take care of ourselves, how we take care of each other, and what we do if things are out of balance and we need help. And so I appreciate that you are focusing on this topic.
1: So let's get started. Um, Let's address the elephant in the room. So how do you think COVID-19 has affected The mental health of people
2: in our community? So I think what we have read about uh, and heard about is very true in terms of uh, that there are people who have experienced more anxiety, depression, other concerns due to shelter in place, due to issues of possibly uh, exposure to COVID, uh, a variety of things related to the pandemic. Within the district, uh, we too have seen um, differences in the way that students and families are reaching out for support. Uh, Our school-based therapists and psychologists and guidance counselors um, continue to provide support and do let us know that um, they are concerned about the level of need that exists. Um, And particularly as we plan for students to return to campus, We're talking about uh, ways in which we would acknowledge that all of us over this past year have experienced some form of trauma uh, related to all that has changed in our lives in this year, and um, people cope in different ways, and so we want to be as prepared as possible to provide support, whether that is support within a classroom or individual or in the community.
1: With schools reopening soon, do you have any specific plans in mind for helping bring out more mental health-related topics in schools?
2: So we're continuing to utilize the advisory format, and I think we're going to put together some additional resources that would be uh, proactively provided to students, staff, and parents um, to really think about what I had mentioned in terms of acknowledging that we've all been through some form of trauma uh, and how support can be provided um, if that support is, you know, if you experience a difficulty during the school day, um, is there flexibility for um, leaving class, seeking the support you need? Um, If you're looking for support outside of school, we continue to have an outside resource called Care Solace that uh, where individuals can either talk with uh, what's known as a care concierge or can do uh, a search online for services and so we're going to continue to really maximize those opportunities that we have available.
0: Yeah now with that said um, we're talking about our you know complete shift to technology what role do you think technology played within the mental health of students like regarding social media or just sitting behind a screen eight hours a day now?
2: Yeah, so I think that everybody is experiencing this in different ways. I mean, I know even as a professional, it, the days are very different. Um, sometimes there is no break in the day. Um, and I think about times when I used to go to meetings and I think I think there was time in between my meetings, but literally some days things just really blend together. And I've read a lot of articles and, and heard things on television where a lot of people are experiencing that same thing. So I think that's very similar to what students have experienced. So one, they're getting right now all their instruction online. Um, and then in some cases, students, their outlet for social may have always been online. Like maybe they were gamers or enjoyed you know, messaging or being on text or things like that. Um, and now then that creates um, a time where everything they're doing is on a screen. Um, The other thing that I've heard is that some individuals that blending has caused issues with their schedule, so they may be really out of routine, Um, you know, when you don't have to leave your house to get ready for school, you, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of us joke about the fact that if you're working or schooling from home, you might look one way from waist up and, and other ways so some people find it easier to roll out of bed. Or uh, I have a friend who is a high school student at another high school who doesn't always even get out of bed when he puts his headphones on, because I know high schoolers don't always turn their screens on. So I think that there's some routine adjustment that that people are going to have to do. Um, And some of that then uh, connects with what you said, Philip, about technology that with that blending, I think individuals are even more prone right now to have stayed up very late. Um, And then that pushed their morning back. Um, If their morning is currently starting later or they can stay in bed, but start their classes. So those schedules are really off kilter right now for many students. Um, So I think that technology is always um, both a blessing and a curse in some ways, because one, I mean, even I used Zoom to Zoom with friends and family during this period of time. So that's a positive because I stayed in touch with friends and that helped me feel good about, you know, the fact that we were all in our homes and we couldn't do the things on the weekends that we normally did. But then that also means more screen time. Um, And so so it's difficult. I think the main thing for us as schools to think about is how we help students return to campus and ease back into more um, typical routines, Um, and to be aware that it's gonna take time and that's gonna be challenging. And so I think as adults, we have to be aware of that and help students adjust.
1: Well, with the downside of technology, what do you think students can do right now to help maintain their mental health?
2: Well, I do, um, you know, we're starting to have, a lot of our students who have a lot of student athletes. And so um, there's practices, there's competition, there's lots of things starting up with that. We also have lots of students who are involved in activities. And while some clubs may eventually begin, particularly once we have returned to campus, I do know that there's a variety of extracurricular activities that are starting. So I hope that students really start Availing themselves of those things that they were previously a part of because I think that that will assist um, in you know getting back into those routines and feeling good making those connections with people. Um, So taking part of that and then I do also know a number of high school students who understand the value of physical activity and that go out for walks or go run around with the dog or you know. Do something like that, even if you are not in an athletic, you know, you're not on an athletic team, or you may not be in an extracurricular. Um, I know families that have, you know, had times together doing, you know, games or eating dinner. I've heard a lot of great stories about families spending a lot more positive time together because they've all been home. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, between all of those things, that students will use some of that um, to have those positive outlets that can then help you feel mentally well um, while also then focusing on, you know, how do you how do you start putting your routine back to something that looks like the way it did before?
0: Yeah, awesome. Great advice. Um, now. More talking about you personally. Um, How do you think you personally de stressed during the pandemic?
2: You know, I um, did figure out some things that um, were projects, some of the things that, you know, maybe I don't get to all the time, especially because, um, you know, as a busy professional and then uh, doing things on the weekends, a lot of times I just, you know, was always sort of looking for time. But I experienced the same thing everybody else did, which is my weekends became a lot quieter. And while sometimes there was still, uh, you know, there were still things um, particular to work that I had to catch up on, I did find ways, um, I'm a scrapbooker, so I tried to catch up on, you know, years of photos and fun things to, you know, get together um, and have been a part of, you know, a few fun um. You know, parties online and things like that. So, um, you know, trying to really adapt to those kind of things um, and, and just find ways to, um, to be with the people I care about. I will say that I think I'm similar to many people. I've talked to some of my colleagues today. I feel like this past weekend was one of the first weekends when a lot of things are reopened. And so a lot of people are saying, you know, I went out to eat outside with friends and it was so great. And, you know, I had the same experience going out to eat on Saturday and it was sunny and there were more people out distance, but still it was nice to see more people out than we've seen over the last number of months. So I think just taking advantage um, of those kind of things, um, you know, I, I'm similar to, you know, the same things that I say that other people should do to take care of themselves. I try to do the same for myself. And it can be challenging at times because you know we're also uh you know trying to keep up with um busy work lives too
0: yeah definitely um now talking about more about like how we're going to return from the pandemic a lot of students said that they're super excited to return from the pandemic they got the emails they heard the news from not only their teachers right but also even on social media as well um, and with that, we know their social activity will go up as well as they'll start like going back to their former schedules. So do you think that's gonna overall help the mental health situation?
2: I really do. I think that being back in person around people will be huge. I will always remember, um, I work with our interdistrict council and last spring we were having an online meeting and one of the students remarked You know, you're all in five, six and seven classes a day. And there are people in all of your classes that you know, but you only ever connect with them in class. You know, we're not friends with every single person that we connect with. Um, I'm the same way in terms of meetings with my colleagues. You know, in some cases I have more connection outside of meetings with them than in others. And so the student had commented that they really missed being in class Because there are people that they have no connection to. And now that it's online, you know, on Zoom, you really aren't, you know, chit chatting. But if you're in class, you turn to that person that's been sitting next to you all year and you're, you know, having some conversation with them, but they're not someone you have lunch with or you do things with on the weekend, but you still really appreciate them being around you. And I think that that is something that students are really gonna be looking forward to and are going to appreciate is just the fact that we've been um, physically separated. I don't think any of us thought that that would be for over a year. And, um, and I think that there will be, um, for many people, it'll be like a quick return and that feeling. And I think for others, there will be concerns as well. And that's where I mentioned that, you know, and as, as adults, we have to be prepared for that. I think some people will still be concerned about exposure of COVID and being around other people and, you know, how safe will we all be and will we look out for each other? I think also it's important to remember the trauma that we've incurred. And so, you know, even being excited to do something can then cause anxiety once it's occurring because it's new again. So, um, so I, while well, I think there's gonna be that instant you know, excitement, I think we have to be prepared for the other pieces too.
1: Yeah, as you, were, as you were saying, there's a lot of students that are also worried about the transition back into an in-person environment and the additional stress though that might incur as they go into the more stressful areas. Do you have any advice for them and how they can handle this in the future?
2: I think, again, you know, starting the change in routine now is good. So while we're um, confirming what our timeline is going to look like, you know, starting to think about um, what is the normal process for you at home? So do you normally get up and and really, you know, get ready, um, have everything ready at the start? Are you, you know, kind of what is that schedule starting to set maybe some social connections um, in these, you know, coming weeks as well. So starting to sort of widen that socially distanced bubble that you have um, and and making some connections so that um, you get sort of a softer start to that return. I also do anticipate, you know, we are talking about um, you know, there being some staggering of you know, not all students on campus all together at the same time. So we will be spacing that out as well. Um, but again, I think trying out some of that to get ready um, because making some of those changes can help see you know, what kind of feelings does that bring up, what kind of things do you need to adjust in your routine, um, you know, that type of thing. I mean, even just as simple as the fact that, you know, you'll need that 15 minutes back to walk to school or get in the car and be driven or whatever it might be. So, um, so thinking again about adjusting to those routines and starting to, you know, have maybe some some meetups as you are um, you know, getting ready for return. Well,
1: now that we've talked about students and how their reopening will affect them. How do you think the reopening will affect teachers and like other staff working at school?
2: I think the same thing in terms of individuals who will be adjusting to their routine, um, whether that is just the, you know, physical routine of heading into campus. We have a varied, um, you know, it's, it's varied in terms of who's been on campus. Um, there are some staff who have been at home this whole time, whether they're classified or certificated staff. Um, there are some staff who are working uh, uh, part time at home and part time on campus, and some that come to campus every day. So I think everybody has to think about their routines and, and adjust. We do have uh, many teachers and staff uh, who are parents themselves of school aged children. And so thinking about um, how to support those children if their return to school schedule is different than our return to campus schedule, and so you know, thinking about how to either um, you know balance that or find ways to support the child, um, you know, during the day. Um, so we are trying to be as supportive as possible in terms of you know how people will adjust to coming back, and and that's part of why we're working on the plan so that we can provide some transition time before um, you know, the time when we say we're all um, you know, needing to be back. Um, but I, I can say that um, there is also great excitement for staff um, to have kids back too. I mean, that is something that people are very excited about. And what I mentioned about people wanting to make sure that you know, it's a safe place to be Uh, We've provided a lot of information and and as much reassurance as we can about that. But the bottom line is we're all here because we love kids and this is what we do. And, you know, it's not the same without you. So, um, so people are really excited um, for return to campus.
1: The connection from students and teachers is has been participating during remote learning and the lack of communication has definitely caused some stress with students and teachers. So what is your view on this issue and are there any ideas in place to help bridge this gap when we return?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, no matter what you do, I think there is um, a gap in that communication. I do know, um, you know, in many situations, teachers have tried a variety of ways to Um, be available, um, whether that's individually or in small groups. So as we look at the return, um, kind of the plan, and we think about, you know, how would office hours be utilized, or making appointments with your guidance counselor, seeing a school-based therapist, and so we're creating, again, um, safe uh, processes for those things to occur, Um, and that's some of what we need to work out, because we know that people are really going to be craving that individual and small group time um, to have greater connections. Um, I also think that you know, there will be some students that return to campus and some students who continue to uh, want to be remote for the remainder of the year. So making sure, um, this is one of the questions that came up at the parent webinar we just had where um, you know there's a concern, will it become unequal? You know if, if kids are in person with teachers, it's easy to say, Well, won't they get all the attention? And and I can say that um, I know our teachers are gonna work really hard to make sure that students who remain remote for the remainder of the year will get um, the same type of attention. And we're trying to figure out how office hours will be handled um, if we have both of those things occurring as well. Um, So we recognize that those are some of the details that we still need to work out as we um, kind of flesh out the plan.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, our last question is going to be revolved around the idea of the mental health stigma. So, this is actually an interesting article um, that all three of us read, um, and it talks about how, um, after like during the pandemic, Uh, overall with the mental health issues, a lot of people have either experienced severe or even small mental health issues. So with that said, when we're all returning, they say a lot of people will be a lot more sympathetic and the stigmatization will definitely go away um, in at least a small measure. So what do you think about that?
2: I do. I mean, one of the things I said in the beginning is that I recognize um, that um, it is important for us to have these conversations to be talking about mental health, and I know that our, our students really want to have each other and the adults in their lives doing that. I think I can see where there might have been an uptick in stigma during this period of time. but in general, I feel like over the last decade, I have watched it, you know turn down in a positive way. Um, that you know more people are talking about it. there's more resources available, um, that type of thing. and I also um, with our partnership with Care Solace, we have had over five hundred searches or conversations with um, uh, the care concierge in terms of looking for assistance. So we know that people uh, want the outlet when the outlet is provided to them um, so I- I think, I guess, for me, I don't know if the um, reopening will bring about more stigma. I think that because we've continued to talk about it, we've had our wellness check-in forum, we've had some advisories um, on, you know, stress and mental health, and um, I feel like we've we've maintained some dialogue about that. That um, that I'm I'm not sure that it will. Um, But the concern about seeking support will be more, I think that there's more a a feeling that the need will be more prevalent. And so that goes back to a question you asked earlier in regards to, you know, what are the resources, how are we prepared to support students as they return and might, you know, have a have greater need than they did before the pandemic.
1: On that note, it seems like our time is up. It was such a pleasure chatting with you, and we hope that our listeners gained some insight on mental health and schooling throughout this conversation. See you next time on our next episode on Um UMHUM's Mental Health Podcast.
2: Thank you.